0: episode of deliberating the dead your after the walking dead after show i don't fucking know um i'm matt i'm kyle and we just finished the season 9 premiere of the walking dead titled a new beginning um it was a 90 minute episode and so what after the dead is this is your like i said after the walking dead discussion show for those people who don't want to listen to celebrities talk about it on the talking dead. They want to actually hear comic book fans and lovers of the walking dead and their opinions on the episode and the comparisons between the comic and the show. And that's what we're here for. Right, Kyle? Yes, sir. So kick things off. What did you think of episode one, season nine, a new beginning
1: I thought it was a little slow for an hour and a half long episode. I thought that, uh, I thought they were going to get into the, ch- I thought it was going to be more of a time jump, and I thought it was going to be more, <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like they, they they're, they're, they're continuing that pace of putting along. It was, that's, th- that's what I kind of got out of it.
0: Yeah. It's definitely about a, a year and a half time jump I think but there's two time jumps in this season they've already confirmed that so I think we're going to get the second one when the mid season premiere comes back around when they come back from their, their winter break in February or whenever they do it this year um, I thought it, I, I kind of agree it was a little slow um, it definitely reset the pace of the, the show though I feel like it resets the tone of the show a little bit uh, I definitely think that even though for a slow pace, it was still a good episode. And they, it, it's more kind of like you're seeing them reestablish. Now they're really trying to reestablish society. Whereas in this time in the comic book, after all that war, there's that time jump, but they're already established. They're getting ready to set up for the fair. Um, they're 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 farther along. They already have these roots set up. They're a lot farther along in the comic books once this time jump happens than they are in the show. Um, I thought it was kind of cool that you're seeing them going to, you know, museums in Washington and getting all of these old like covered wagons and um, plowing tools. And you're getting you're you're seeing them get the tools that the first settlers here used to build, you know, the foundation for what this country was built on and civilization was built on. So I think that was kind of a, a cool change.
1: I just thought they were doing it because they're, you know, it's it's a time jump. So now you can truly see that they have depleted everything, and they have to go back to a simpler way of living because it's, you know, they they're, you know, they you could tell that the gas is running out. They are truly going further to have to find stuff. So you know, it's going to show that they have to go back to the roots and, you know, pre-industrial revolution.
0: Yeah, it, it it you're absolutely it's like, right.
1: It's, like, it's a lack of choice. I don't think it's, you know, I guess you can look at it as a symbol, a symbol of you know the founding fathers and stuff. But I just think it's it's lack of options for you know the world that they live in now.
0: Well, no, you're absolutely right. And what I mean by that is that they're they're scavenging through the history museums to to get these tools, and that they're forced to use those means now than more than they were in the past. Like You still see the kind of modern with Daryl with and his motorcycles, but they're starting to use horses and buggies a lot more. Um, you're seeing them start to use more primitive weapons like spears because bullet- I'm sure bullets are becoming more scarce. Um, I don't and think I- we saw a gun fired in this entire episode. Uh-uh. You had Michonne and Daryl using knives and-, and swords and Rick using his axe. I, I don't think there was a, a time that there was ever a, a shot fired in this episode.
1: No, I mean I mean that that was actually kind of cool. I mean they're gonna have to do that because you know after all out war, I I'm sure being able to make the bullets is kind of depleted down. But you know they and they've also learned too they're going through trying to do things so having to keep as quiet as they can is you know it's always been the rule of thumb for the walking dead.
0: Right. But they didn't have they're they're facing situations in the show now, and there's kind of spreading away from the comic because they did they had some of these issues in the comic, but ammunition was never one of them because Eugene had the the ammunition shop going, so he was making bullets for him.
1: Yeah, but even uh materials to make bullets, I, I, it's got to be getting low. Yeah. Even in the comic book, you would think they would actually have to address that eventually because they have to go somewhere to find. The copper or the whatever's made, whatever the actual the actual projectile is made from.
0: Yeah, I felt like this episode had some pacing issues. It definitely had some pacing issues. It definitely had weird cut, weird edits. Like their commercial breaks were taken at during weird times.
1: Yeah, like it wasn't even like in a suspense or like at a cliffhanger situation that would make you actually want to sit through the comics to come back or sit through the commercials to come back. It was just like all of a sudden, just a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a weird pacing of it. The commercials as well.
0: Um, you're starting to see that Daryl very much has the Dwight storyline, even though that Dwight was in the series, Daryl very much has his storyline. Daryl is the leader of the sanctuary. He doesn't want to be the leader anymore. Pretty much like Dwight, The, Mm -hmm. the same situation Dwight went through is when once they overthrew Negan, Dwight was put in place as the leader of the sanctuary, the saviors. He didn't want the job. And and they're pretty much replaying that with, with Daryl. Now, the one thing I thought was interesting is that Carol actually stepped up to take that role. She's actually stepping up and telling Daryl that if you don't want to do this, I'm more than happy to do it.
1: Well, I actually thought that was kind of cool that, the, that they're doing that. Cause, uh, it's giving her, you know, it, it's keeping a lot of her
0: purpose. And For I like. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that they changed. Instead of just giving Carol and Ezekiel his and Michonne's comic romance, they they kind of spun it and made it their own.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, there's a scene where they're trying to get the, the wagon and the floor breaks and Ezekiel falls into it. And because he has that near-death experience with all those walkers under the gla- glass floor he proposes to Carol and she basically shoots him down and you could tell she wants to say yes. She even admits it later on that she wants to say yes, but she doesn't. And, you know, she, he kind of has that, that life changing experience where he proposes and it's, it's different than seeing Michonne like run off on the ship for X amount of time. And it's, it's very, I don't know. It was a very interesting way to go about the show. I just
1: figured they would have, they did you know, for season opener, I always, I always pictured that you should have guns. Your gun should be blazing. Like, especially with the last two seasons and the way a lot of fans have been kind of shitting on the walking dead you know like ah oh, it's just kind of you know I and mean, even seen in like you know on facebook and groups and forums you know it's like i'm watching it but i'm hoping i'm not getting another season of it putting along and i'm getting another season of it just dragging out and you know people are going into these this season with that attitude and i just figured they, they have to know that that is what's going on you know with their fans and you think they would come out blazing just a little bit more and, and trying to rope everybody in again to be to get super excited and i i think they missed the mark on a season especially given us a, an hour and a half i just think it, I, I i figured they just would have done more bringing it in setting everything up showing a little bit more what's going on because they didn't really do any of that but the one thing I did notice that that was kind of cool that I liked is they kind of had the group back together. Even though everybody's spread out in their own places, they kind of had that group together, that you know, the group. And I thought that was actually kind of cool that they did that.
0: Well, and that's kind of what Daryl's complaint is, is that he even says when we had that small group first starting out, that was the way, you know, that it should be done. And he doesn't like the fact that they're all spread out through these different communities now. He doesn't like that. And he voices that, and Rick tells Michonne that, and Michonne pretty much says, "You know, if da- if Daryl's voicing something to you, obviously there's a problem." Yeah. Um, I think as far as like your point goes about them coming out guns blazing, I don't think they could because they have to establish to the viewer. You know, we we as comic book fans know there's a time jump. We as comic book fans expected the time jump. Okay the the casual viewer who might not read the comics, you gotta kind of they have to kind of lay that groundwork and set that up and show that. But they
1: show, didn't really set a lot of groundwork up for first episode.
0: Well, they kind of did. You, they show you how things are changing. Like they're showing you that you know the the sanctuary is struggling with Negan. They're showing you the relationship because remember last season left you on the relation the the cliffhanger that Maggie Jesus and um, Daryl were against, were ready to overthrow Rick Grimes and there, you can still kind of see that animosity carrying over now between them and I mean I just think showing them on horseback showing them going through the towns clearing out the zombies showing them going through the routes that they have these tr- these routes set up now and that they have patrols they, that's kind of laying the groundwork for showing you that there's changes that have been made it just seemed choppy there's no, the other thing is that there's no real threat right now to go guns a blazing against.
1: Yeah. But they could, I, I don't mean guns blazing is going to war. That's, I, that's not what I mean. I mean, guns blazing. Like it. I think that it should have been more, and it, they didn't make it a, a whole really super engaging episode. And I just think season premieres, especially with the level of the walking dead and other shows that it's, I think it, they just sort made it just a tad more. They don't have, to, I don't think guns blazing is going
0: to war. No, I know. I know what you're saying. Guns bla- it's just a little bit more exciting. Like, you know, we didn't need an overly
1: drawn out part of them trying to get a, uh, you know, a plow out of the fucking, out of a museum. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, I just, you know, I just like, like, I thought that was a little too long and it was, you know and you know oh yeah look there's you know there's a bunch of glass so you as soon as you've seen that you're like okay you, who's falling through you knew that was gonna happen it was just well, yeah they you know they made certain things too predictable and they just you know you, you knew someone was gonna fall through and you know why would it all of a sudden just start cracking you know they build floors so that you know it could you know withstand a lot of weight but also they can't withstand you know one one wheel from a a fucking buggy i don't know well, i just i think
0: the the walker falling over the the railing was put there to suggest that the structure of the floor had been compromised
1: but that's not real what do you mean that's not real they they <laughs> i mean they would have built the floor so that it could withstand something like that yeah what you mean so it can it can withstand hundreds of people standing on it but it can't withstand one walker falling onto it that just doesn't that's just not real you know what i'm saying like all of a sudden like it's been just fine and people used to walk on it for a long time nobody's been in there and then all of a sudden now one walker gives away the
0: you don't integrity think, of it so you don't think if you stood up on on a, a balcony like that with a glass floor and took like a cinder block or something and threw it on the floor, you don't think it would crack? No. On a glass floor, you don't think it would crack?
1: They built it. They would have to, if it's like that for real, they would have to have built it to withstand the weight of people.
0: (laughs) This is a zombie show, and we're arguing what's real and what's not. Well, I'm just saying,
1: like, for the realness of being in a museum that was built like that.
0: Yes, I understand.
1: It it would be able to, one walker shouldn't, Break the integrity of that. I don't know. That's just something that just annoyed me. I
0: I was a little bit annoyed by like I said the pacing of the show. Like you you see them get the wagon stuck in the mud and they get surrounded by zombies and they're trying to to get it out and then the the blacksmith's son gets bit and like that's got to be like the fastest bite or death from a a walker bite in the history of The Walking Dead. Like, they didn't even have time to amputate it. Nothing like Herschel got bit and they amputated his leg and he still lived, you know, they, this kid was
1: there forever dying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This kid gets bit on the the arm and it's all of a sudden game over in two minutes. (laughs) Unless they're trying to assume that because he got kicked by the horse. Um, it was internal bleeding as well, but that's, that's the other thing that kind of irked me is like when he got hit, I was like, what the fuck? Did somebody just kick him? It looked like somebody booted him. Yeah. It didn't, look, it didn't look like a horse's hoof kicking him. It literally looked like a dude just booted him in the chest. And then it shows, it, they lift up his shirt to reveal the the outline of the, the horseshoe. And I'm like, mm, okay, I guess it goes along with your story, but that's not what it looked like. Yeah. Because I was like, when they went to commercial break, I was like, who the fuck just kicked him? Like, what the fuck just happened? And he comes back, and he's on the ground dying, and he's got a a, whore, a hoof print on his fucking stomach. And I was like, "Okay, there, there's that." But I mean, you you got to see the way things are changing, though, as far as like Maggie and the way Hilltop is being run, and kind of how you know there people aren't always necessarily behind Maggie.
1: I like because home. in the comics, it, you don't really see that. No. Like once, once she's running Hilltop, everything was just cool. Like nobody really objected to it. I that's that's one thing that I did like about this episode is to go show you know even even at Sanctuary too, both places you could tell that there's still a a struggle of you know not everybody is super accepting. Like you know, like even in the comics, all Sanctuary wasn't. You know, great to you know bowing down to Rick Grimes being a part of it. You know, there was still a group of people there that still didn't like it, but I like that it, especially at Hilltop. I like that it shows that you know they didn't, not everybody accepted it well. I did, I did like that Gregory was really trying to fucking weasel his way back into a position.
0: Yes, he yes he he was,
1: and he really thought his pansy ass was going to be able to to accomplish that mission.
0: And. and i like that you know they kept his comic book death very accurate yes if if you want to know he dies in issue 141 pretty much the same way he's hung for attempting to kill maggie um it's like they kept it very accurate i really really like that i like how they led into you thinking that they were going to hang the blacksmith that attacked her i did
1: too yeah they 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 fooled us
0: and then there's gregory there and it's like oh okay Um, Maggie had an interesting conversation with Rick where she said, you know, back at, you know, when this all started, you said that I was one day going to be someone to follow, but you haven't. So now I'm going to step up and take that role. And she's going to start doing things differently in the hilltop. And she kind of lays down the law where, where Rick is very trying to be accepting and bring everyone together. She still very much holds that animosity towards all the members at the sanctuary for what happened to." To Abraham and what happened to Glenn and everyone else along the way, that she—you can tell she still very much feels that Negan should have been killed and not kept alive. And she's she's like, I'll give him food, but but that wants something in return. I'm not for the free rides. We're not we're not here to just constantly give them free shit. I did it. I really like that, and it's it's got a lot of dimension. I mean, it, it's setting the building blocks for the rest of the season. I I still I don't see any any signs yet of how Rick Grimes is going to leave. We still have what five more episodes before it happens.
1: I think it's something that has to do with this bridge.
0: Yeah, it could be
1: because um, I think I think this bridge I, is going to pull because they they have to re actually re- rebuild it. I think they're going to have to. I think it's going like that's going to be a, a nice a, a perfect a catalyst for something because it, it's it's going to take up some. I hope it doesn't take up too much fucking time, but I think it's going to take up some time. You know, doing. I think there's going to be they're going to encounter a lot of crap while trying to get this bridge rebuilt.
0: So it came out um, Friday that uh, Kirkman said that Rick Grimes' death in the comic book is going to be much different than his death in the show. So do you think that's him letting something slip, or do you think that's him just trolling that Rick is actually going to die? Trolling. Because, yeah, nothing's been set up that Rick's going to die. It's what everyone's assuming. But.
1: Well, I, you know, the only reason I think he's going to die is because if they're bringing Shane back and they're bringing um, past members, like I think Sasha's actually going to come back. I think I think there's going to be a death scene where there's something where he's having these visions of everything. And I think. Shane coming back is kind of an indicator that I think Rick Grimes is going to die.
0: And they, they announced today that they've tried to kill Judith off this entire time, which kind of, kind of made me scratch my head because why is it so difficult to kill her off? You should have just killed her off at the prison the same way she dies in the comic.
1: I think it's Robert Kirkman was actually making the push to have her killed. And it was AMC who did it. Right.
0: Um, I believe so. Yeah. But, but like so I had read
1: that it was Turkman wanting to saying that she should be killed off.
0: You, you know, why wouldn't you just do it back at the prison? That's that's my guy. My thing is, you should have just done it back at the prison. Because they,
1: I mean, they, you know, that season they had inferred it in the beginning. Yeah. When you know, with the car seat there, and it was bloody and everything, and that was perfect. It didn't actually show it; just inferred it. You just took, you know, they could have you know address it for a second it just could have been done mm. and they they did
0: not now she is they used it to as a way to build a relationship between tyrese and and everyone else mm-hmm. tyrese and carol when she came back and saved him and the two great and the you know the two two twins the look at the flowers girls the only thing I feel like was a miss in this season, in this episode is you should have saw Negan. That was one of the gripes I had about last season is there was not enough Negan. He was not used enough, and I would think that was a, a gripe for a lot of fans, and you come back in episode one of season nine and you still don't show him. Well, should... as, a, as,
1: a re, as a rebuilding purpose and everything they're trying to accomplish, there really wasn't a point in having Negan there yet
0: it should have. i i think it should have opened up with the scene of rick and negan having the talk like it should have opened up with rick opening the cellar hatch and coming down and being like it's been a long time since we had one of our talks like i think that's how it should have inter- started and then went into everything else
1: i think that's going to be episode two i think that's going to kind of start out episode two is negan but yeah, I kind of understood why he didn't have... He didn't really have a perfect... Just, just showing rebuilding and rebuilding and everything that they were doing. There wasn't a point to, to be talking to Negan yet. Yeah. They're trying to establish what's going on. But I think eventually... I think, well, next episode for sure, they already showed that he's going to be part of it. You know, the trailer already showed it.
0: So we've already got the first episode of season nine. We're into the time jump. Do you, do you still feel that as of what you saw tonight... It might, it might be hard to say, but do you still feel that the death of Carl is going to have major implications on the ability to tell this story?
1: Uh, yeah, I think, well, they're just going to have it's going to, they're just going to figure out a different way to do it. But I mean, yeah, I think because it was so, uh, Carl is really needed and now they're going to have to, someone else is going to have to be there to. to light that fire and, and to get it going. I mean I'm just wondering who is going to be that person that's gonna have be able, it's gotta be someone else.
0: Yes, cause Carl very much in the comics, he, he falls in love with Alpha's daughter. They have a relationship and they're still together in the comics to this day. So that kind of kicks off the whisper wars, that kind of kicks off everything. And that kind of what what leads Alpha to basically infiltrate Alexandria. And we don't have that now. So I, and I I was kind of watching very closely to see throughout tonight's episode, if they were going to try to establish somebody who was going to take that lead. And I, I as of right now, I don't see who it's going to be. The only Ezekiel. person, maybe it might be is Henry. Ezekiel's adopted kid. Uh-huh. That's the only thing I can think of is because Carol name drops him. But I don't, I don't know who else it could be.
1: I, I, you know, part of me thinks maybe, you know, helping get the Commonwealth more into this
0: season. And I think, I I think maybe it's something between them that they bring to the plate. I don't, I don't think the Commonwealth is going to come in. I really don't. I, I know if it, if it does, it'll be more towards the end of season nine going into season 10. I just
1: getting closer to the mid-series, the mid-season comeback it would be Commonwealth.
0: We don't even know that that woman is even from the Commonwealth. We're just speculating because of what the comic book character looks like.
1: Well, and, and they showed the the windmill and everything in this episode.
0: Yeah, but that was at that was at one of the base camps. That was at um, the sanctuary. So Commonwealth Steel. I don't. You really think that they're gonna have? something like that, like the Commonwealth steel there. And it's going to reference that settlement. Yeah, I do. I don't know. I think, I think for pacing reasons, that's trying to do too much. They're trying to, between the, trying to do the whispers, the whisperers and the Commonwealth. That's, that's kind of jamming everything too much in there
1: and maybe that's how they're going to make up for the the slower paced last seasons is they're going to fucking they're just going to jam shit at us down our throat now.
0: Well, I think the way they're going to make up for it is once the whisperers come in, once Magna and her group shows up and once the whisperers come in, I think it's going to pick up big time. I think you're going to we're going to sit through one or two maybe three slow episodes, but I think once Magna and her crew Come in, and then all that shit goes down with Negan, and then the Alpha, and then then you know the the Whisperers make their their entrance. I think that's when shit will pick up.
1: We've said this before. We well, said the same exact stuff when they are introducing Negan.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and they didn't. Well, that's because they didn't they didn't transition Negan to the show very well.
1: But we said the same thing. Once this kicks in, and it's all out war, is going to kick in. It's going to kick in. It's going to go. And so I'm trying. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to say any of those things about the whispers because they 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 really shit on us the first
0: time. Yeah, but they can do the shame on them. I don't
1: want to be shame on me.
0: Yeah, but they can do the whispers so much. Doing the whispers is a different. It's a whole different thing than, than trying to bring Negan in it's a different dynamic. Like they don't have to worry about swearing and all that with the whispers. It's they're they're like No, but I'm not even talking about action.
1: I'm not even talking about Negan. I'm I'm talking about just the whole all out war. We talked about, hey, we remember we thought it was gonna only be like four episodes. Remember I said when the season when the season uh, mid series finally comes back. That it was just going to be that half, and, and they, they, you know, they dragged it out for two seasons. And I think, I mean, they don't have to. I think what they, they're, I, I'm just, you know, and that's what we thought they were going to do with All Out War, and they didn't. And the problem is, All Out War was, it wasn't very long, and they made it super long. This war with the Whispers is long, it's very long. Like they've been battling them for a while now. They've, they've always been, they've been in the background, and they've been a pain and a thorn in their side for a while now.
0: Well, yeah, because we haven't seen the Whisperer since they set out to to the Commonwealth. But we do know that uh, Beta is still out there. So that is a... You know what I mean? So that's... I
1: think they... This is something that they should have... Maybe they should have flip-flopped it now. They should have not drug out the all-out war and then The Whisperer Wars because you know they they'll fight them and then it backs off and then they're still lurking and doing stuff so I just I don't know I'm just hesitant to say that it's going to be quick and they're going to ignite it and it's going to be exciting because they've they've let us down before.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm not disagreeing with you, (laughs) but I just. I don't know. I think it's a wait and see mentality, but I did like some of the callbacks. Um, the flock of birds at the beginning, when Rick and Michonne are walking through the field, I believe that's a callback to issue one twenty-seven when they're talking about all the birds migrating around, and that like the birds' population is getting out of control. Mm-hmm. So that was that was cool, and I kind of liked. Um, you know, there was there's a lot of other stuff in there that I felt was was nicely placed, but. All in all, I would have liked, I mean, you would have liked it to be a little bit um, more faster paced. I felt like, I felt like the pacing, it had issues at times. There were pacing issues. Um, Personally, I I liked seeing them, you know, trying to establish new things and, and kind of getting you up to speed on what's been going on in this year time jump without going through having to show everything. Um, I'm hopeful that it, it speeds up in the future in a couple episodes, but I don't I don't know.
1: I mean it doesn't necessarily need to speed up. I think it just needs to they just need to make it more like uh oh, like you know, remember when they were following the train tracks and they were going to uh what's it called where they actually eat people? Terminus. When they were going to terminus, it wasn't super action packed, but it was engaging and exciting and they the way they were writing that season and when that was going on, it was, um, you know what I mean? Like you were, you couldn't wait to see the next episode cause it was exciting, but the, sometimes there wasn't a lot going on, but there was still a lot going on. And it just, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, just war constantly and fighting, but there was a lot of stuff that was going on during that season. It was well written. And I think they need to figure out a way to get back to that kind of writing that, that makes you, not necessarily how a lot has to go on, but a lot to, you're like, yeah, I can, you know, I can't wait to the next episode. That episode didn't make me go. I can't wait till next week.
0: I think it's, like I said, it's, it's building. I think they're trying to focus more and they're really playing on that internal turmoil, that, that underlying resentment that's there for Maggie and towards Rick and kind of, you kind of start seeing it play out. Um, you started seeing it play out a little bit more between Rick and Daryl and you kind of see it too, with Daryl and Carol, like you really see that, that Daryl has feelings for Carol and in, in that scene. And he just doesn't want to come out and say it, you know, it, it, you could really feel that like his heart was broken, that she was, she's with Ezekiel. And that's why he's like, do you want me to stay here with you? And she's like, no, go back to Hilltop, take care of Maggie and Herschel, you know, mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, it's, I think there's a lot of underlying character dynamic and they're, they're trying to play more off the character dynamic than, than the walkers. But the, at some point they have to reestablish that the walkers are still a threat. And maybe that's what they were trying to do with, with the blacksmith son's dying, son dying, is that they were trying to establish that the walkers are still a serious threat, but I don't, I don't know that they necessarily did it in the best way
1: no i don't
0: think they did like think, you kind of like these characters have no place so like what's rosita's place right now what's eugene's place right now he's he's the second in command at this at the sanctuary apparently but still you know what's rosita's place what you know where do some of these people fit in where's what tara just rides around and and she tara and jerry just you know clear paths and make sure that zones are secure it's you kind of wonder what where they're going to come in, and, and Aaron and Jesus, and I don't know. Like you didn't, we didn't see any of the seaside either, oceanside. Mm-hmm. So you kind of wonder what's going on there. You can definitely tell that the groups from, you know, those areas have split up though, because you see some people from Oceanside at Hilltop now and. You haven't really seen Alexandria. There's a, clearly a lot of issues going on in Alexandria. I honestly can't, couldn't tell you who's still at Alexandria at this point. They
1: didn't actually really show it, because the last thing we saw, the whole thing burnt down.
0: Yeah. So, so
1: I mean, they didn't even really get into that. They even, re, you know, I mean, they did kind of show that they rebuilt it. You know, everybody had their solar panels, and they had their, you know, wind. But, I mean, like they didn't really get into a lot of it.
0: I would like to go. I mean, a lot of people are saying this is a callback to episode one of season one. And it feels very much like episode one, season one again. And I would be very, I I, I need to go back and watch episode one, season one, and then watch this episode again and see if, because from what I remember personally, and I haven't watched season one in like a year or two. Um, what I remember personally season one episode one was kind of a, a slow burn too, but towards the end of it, it was him waking up and you, you see the hospital doors change, don't open dead inside. And then him meeting Morgan and making his way to, to the campsite where he runs into Rick and or where he runs into Lori and Carl. So I, I would like to see if, if one episode one is as slow burn as, as this episode was.
1: Um, and but you know, season one episode was also like forty minutes too. Yeah, this one is, is was closer to an hour with you know with you know. I, I mean, I'm taking out the commercials, but I think that was another thing too that even though season one episode one might be more of a slow burn, it was a shorter episode.
0: Uh, I think the purpose of this episode really was though to focus on the group and kind of get you up to speed and. And even they, I feel like they kind of set that tone at the beginning with Rick's opening monologue. And I think it was kind of show you to show you, you know, there to show you where everyone's at personally, where they're at as a community and set the stage for where things are going in the rest of the season.
1: I think they could have did that, but they could have made the episode more engaging.
0: That's you're probably you're you're probably not wrong. And I thought for sure, like with the fact that Gregory, like Gregory still being alive I was like when he was going through and doing his underhanded treachery stuff and talking to the the blacksmith and his wife about you know how if, you know he her son their son didn't need to be out there and feeding him alcohol when he's supposed to be sober and all this like I really felt like I was like okay this is setting the stage for for Maggie's exit maybe they're gonna change the way they do it from the comic book and exile her and nope. and Gregory will die and I didn't I did not see the Gregory hanging thing at the end coming. I didn't even see Gregory setting up her to be attacked, but when she said that, oh, someone defaced Glenn's grave, then I was like, okay, something's gonna fucking happen, yep. you know. And and then, like, there's a guy waiting. All I know what you did last summer, style, <laughs> to attack her, you know.
1: Yeah, once I you you could tell what Gregory was doing. He was you know. He he uh, he found an opportunity and he was honing in on it. And he was manipulating the situation for his benefit, and you knew something was going to happen. And I thought I thought that that was probably the best part of that episode. Was probably like that ten minutes total from yeah. you know the you know the beginning of when you could tell that Gregory was manipulating to the where they hung him. That was probably like the best ten minutes of the episode. It was like yeah, damn, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. He got, he went out like, like he should have been hung.
0: But I'm, episode I'm one, episode one, season nine of The Walking Dead, titled "A New Beginning." What would your overall score of the episode be?
1: A seven.
0: A seven. Mm-hmm. I give it. I give it an eight. I'd go eight. But I mean, I think that's where we, I enjoyed it a little bit more. I think we differ there, but I enjoyed
1: I'm, it. I mean, it was nice. It's nice having the walking dead back. It was nice that, you know, you could see what, you know, that things are going to be, you know, there's just changes and, and you could tell that there's, you know, things aren't quite right. And they're trying to figure a lot of stuff out. I just think as a season for two slow seasons, that didn't give us what we wanted to come back after that with another slow episode. I just thought, I thought they, I just didn't, I don't think they could have, they could have, they could have done better. And I know that all they were doing was trying to, you know, give everybody, Hey, this is what's going on. Here's your, here's your heads up. So that, you know, so now we're in the now the no, but I think they just could have made it a little bit more exciting that, that you were like, i oh, man, I can't. Because I did not I did not leave the episode going, I cannot wait. God damn it, it's going to be a week. Fuck, I can't wait a week to see episode two. That episode didn't do that for me.
0: No. For a, no. For a, for a
1: season opener, you always want the first episode to be like, oh, especially something like the Walking Dead, you always want it to be, oh yes it's back hooray and you're excited and you know the fucking you're shooting off party favors and shit you know and i just didn't get
0: that well i don't know about shooting off party favors but i definitely think that they should have you you want to give people that fuel to bring them back to next week because everyone's going to tune in this week to this episode to see what's changing and you know see what's going on but it's it's how you hook them to draw them to come back next week and i i feel like that was missing that's why i'm not going to go higher than a, than an eight like i liked seeing where the characters were i liked seeing like you said how depleted everything was even the zombies like the zombies are more decayed and you see the part where they're they're in the monument and or the hit the museum and sadiq i think his name is or the the new doctor guy gets grabbed and you see the spiders and, and everyone thing come out of that dude that zombies face and I think they really, they really set that up. I like to seeing all that dynamic and, and kind of seeing how the animosity of of Maggie and and Daryl are still there, and Rick has like no clue. Mm-hmm. Rick isn't catching on that there there's this animosity here towards him, and you know everyone's looking at him like the the savior, the blessy Rick Grimes, you know and. And Maggie's kind of like, you know, fuck you. i I'm giving up food and and people and I'm doing all this stuff to help these people and they're not pulling their weight and they're not providing anything back. And, you know, they're leader and they're responsible for major deaths of, of our companions and our, our groups and and burning down Alexandria and, and destroying Hilltop. And she's she's focusing more on, on helping them than she is rebuilding her her area and i think that's where when rick is like oh well you guys are thriving and that's because she's kind of putting the hilltop first she's kind of you know thinking that we're looking out for number one but still trying to not betray rick i think she's kind of caught between the two and and by her saying you know i'm gonna finally be the leader i need to be was her giving rick that big ass middle finger
1: yeah so i don't think rick caught it i think he's just like
0: hmm yeah, he's very, as I feel like he's very naive to the, the situation at hand. But but I think that's it. That's all I got for this week. Do you have anything I mean, else to talk and I about? I think
1: that's the other reason, too, is you could tell this wasn't a an episode of episodes, two is because uh, we covered everything pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. And that well, goes to- it's been 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that's but, yes, great. we we did. We summarized the episode up pretty quickly,
1: yeah.
0: there I mean, there really wasn't a lot of there was two comic nods callback callbacks that i I saw with the hanging of Gregory and him trying to kill Maggie and the um the birds thing. But other than that, there really wasn't a lot of nods to the comic book. yeah, so i'm I'm hoping that once Magna and her group gets in, and once we get into the thick of things and once, the whispers start coming once shit hits the fan. I think where, I think where shit's going to go crazy is, is whatever happens to Rick Grimes, whatever Rick Grimes, this definitive departing um, sequence is, whether he just leaves or he's dead, or he goes the way of Heath where something happens and you think he's dead. I think that's, what's going to be the, the, what really lights the fuse uh, going forward. Yeah. And I think at the, this point, where we were right all along i think at this point you kind of got to put his head on a pike you can't you can't have rick grimes die by a walker bite you kind of got to have it go out in a more threatening manner by the way to make people care again and i think the only way to do it is is pike his head
1: yeah he i mean it's got to be big it's rick grimes it's it's the he is the the, you know i mean he is the the biggest person behind the walking dead you he can't just not show up one day or decide to go on a long horse
0: ride to find himself and i think that's the other reason that you got this extra long episode that was more focusing on these characters because they wanted to show you that these characters are going to be able to thrive and continue on without rick grimes there they don't you know they don't want people leaving the show because they're gonna rick's leaving they want you to to see, okay, that somebody's going to step up, and these characters as a collective have the ability to step up as a collective to take over Rick Grimes' story and continue on and and do the things that need to be done. But we'll have to wait and see what that what that going forward. Yeah, I think that
1: they've got. I think they've got a lot, and I'm hoping what they did was they spent the last you know writing and filming these this season. I'm what I'm really hoping from The Walking Dead is they listened. They went online and they listened to their to their viewers. They listened to their fans, and I hope they really took it account because it, it was a very big consensus of what uh, everybody was saying. It's slow. It's being drug out, and I think what they need to do is they need. To, I hope they listen to that and they take that advice from all of us, and I I hope they run with it. Yeah, I mean that's what I really hope. Because if they don't know that's what they think, then they're 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 naive and stupid. (laughs) Yeah, because there's no way they can get away with not knowing how the fans felt about the last two seasons.
0: Yeah, and I mean, do you feel that Michonne may be a little bit apprehensive about how Maggie's getting ready to run Hilltop?
1: Um. Yes, you're gonna. I think you're gonna see that. Uh, that they I bet you they're gonna have some kind of discussion where she's like, where they don't think. You know, hey, I don't think that's right.
0: They're gonna have some kind of beef.
1: But there has to be, you know, and I agree with Maggie and same things. I agree with Rick. With this, there has to be retributions for how big of the crime it has to fit. The The punishment has to
0: fit. Right. And I think that was her establishing her difference between the way she's ruling and Rick, because Gregory makes that, that connection where, you know, you're, you know, Rick's your boy, Rick does no wrong. You agree. Whatever Rick says, you agree with Rick. And I think that was her establishing her, her difference between her and Rick is Rick couldn't make the hard call. Rick couldn't make the call to kill Negan. He wanted to do it civilized and show that we're better than this. And that if we're going to start a new, a new world, we have to be better than this. And, and, and Maggie says, Look, at Hilltop, your crime's gonna, your punishment's gonna fit your crime. And I think that was the whole purpose of her, her doing a town hanging was to show that she's not Rick Grimes and that she's not gonna run things like Rick Grimes.
1: Yeah. But I mean, does a hanging justify an attempted murder? He should actually, it should be flip flop. Negan should be hung. Like show wise, Negan should be hung and Gregor should be sitting behind bars.
0: Exactly, and but that's what I'm saying is that Rick is Rick is trying. He's like no more killing, so you're gonna rot in a jail cell. And you know Maggie kind of says she, you know, she hasn't agreed with it. She doesn't agree with that Negan sitting in a jail cell. And she's saying that here your punishment is gonna fit your crime. And she's showing that she's not Rick Grimes. That she'll she'll off a motherfucker if she has to. You know, is Maggie Greener going to have to choke a bitch?
1: <laughs>
0: or hang a bitch? Looks like it. Apparently so. But that's it. That's our review for episode one of, of The Walking Dead Season 9, A New Beginning. Kyle, you said it, seven?
1: I gave it a seven.
0: Seven, I give it an eight. So we differ on the score. We I feel like we differed on some some aspects, but came together and agreed on a lot. So, um, let us know in the comment section below what you thought of the episode or on our Facebook at Absolute Geek Podcast um or send us a message. Let us know what you thought of episode 1 of season 9 of The Walking Dead. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Why do you think it could have been better? What did you like? What didn't you like? Um I'm we're anxious to probably he- we're anxious to hear your responses, but we know you probably won't. <laughs> it's just, that's just how things go. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Like, mm, it's hard to say. <laughs> it was, a, that
1: was a hard episode to gauge the entire season, even half the season.
0: You're right. It was, it, it, <laughs> it definitely left a lot of questions. Um, but I want to say thank you to everyone who tuned into us on YouTube or watches this video on demand on YouTube. If you are one of those people, make sure to leave a comment. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and that bell to get the notification when we go live every Sunday right after the we- Walking Dead new episodes premiere. Um, make sure to check out the Absolute Geek podcast every Friday night, also right here on YouTube. Um, we definitely appreciate all of your support. If you listen to us in any of your you know podcasting platforms, SoundCloud, Overcast, Podbean, um, Stitcher. Make sure to like and you know like and subscribe and leave us a review. Those help go a long way to help us a lot. If you're a huge fan of the Absolute Geek podcast, go to our Teespring store and pick up your merch. Um, and the last thing I want to say tonight is, as we leave, um, I want to take a big shout out and to say rest in peace to actor Scott Wilson who played Herschel. And The Walking Dead, who lost his battle with leukemia um, the other day at 76 years old. So one of The Walking Dead family is is gone for good. So with that, I'm Matt. Oh, Kyle. Saying, remember to stab the walkers in the head, and we'll see you next.